Hi, I'm Behumet. And I'm Jesse. Welcome to the monologues. This week on the monologues, we have a game from indie developer Butterscotch Shenanigans called Crashlands, and a beer from St. Louis Brewery Shafley's, their Hefeweizen Ale. Right on, and by the way, uh, you, want, you want to say that one more time? Butterscotch Shenanigans? Yeah, I'm going to pistol whip the next guy that says Shenanigans. <laughs> that, yeah, I mean... You're not sick of hearing that? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, on All the right. game, that had to be the most annoying part of that whole game, is that damn <laughs> intro. <laughs> Every time you launch the game, right. it, it, All right. the, that intro is just the worst. <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, before we break into that, let's get these beers cracked open, these uh, Shafley's Hefeweizen Ales. And what we did this week was we decided to go a little closer to home. We got uh, both of them are out of St. Louis, so I think that's pretty neat. I'm going to just... Oh, yeah. You pouring yours in the glass this week, sir? Always. I'll keep being a little bit on the rougher side, drinking it out of the bottle, like God intended. I got to say, actually, that's... A little bit better than I thought it was going to be. I'm not, it sounds like bad, but they don't put a lot of um, color and flair into the logo on this, but it's kind of deceiving. So since you brought it up, the the labeling on this bottle is super plain Jane, like uh, straight out of the 1980s, 1970s, right? Yeah. Like just this gold field. Well, I mean, probably, you know, reminiscent of the, the, what they're using to craft the beer, right? Is what they're, they're going for. But it's uh, just this like kind of a blue stamped logo on a gold field of wheat is what it looks like. Yeah. And I think being like out of St. Louis, Missouri, dude, we, we honestly could take a train down to this and like do a, a little tour sometime. That wouldn't be a bad time. Likely. That's not actually and, too terrible. Yeah, you're right. No, no, it's what I'm saying. It's and they say on their um, little website with some of the info, they say extremely drinkable. Yeah, I get that. Like this is good. I really kind of regretted seeing their other beer on their website that this is what I chose, but not now. No, this is really good. Yeah, I know. Uh, we so we were kind of like browsing the website and taking a look. I was like, man, why did we go with the Hefeweizen Ale out of all of the different options that they have? Uh, this just yeah. seems like the least least out there one that they have. They have a lot of different really cool ones. They even have a raspberry Hefeweizen. So Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like I, I maybe you just I didn't pay attention when I was going through the store or looking for these, but I feel like seeing their website I would have chose something different. But we can get into a little more of this really actually pretty I feel like every beer I feel like this happens every time. We talk about games and beer, but we really are just like, oh my the beer is like really good. <laughs> like we just keep talking about how good the beer is. I I don't know. That's maybe that's an issue. I don't know. I'm gonna keep No, we definitely talk about the games more for sure. I you know, I think it's a good mix. We we're on there, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like the beer's more positive half the time. I feel like we critique <laughs> the games a little harder. The beer were like, this kind of looked like it was going to be n- mediocre, but I fucking love it. <laughs> That's what I feel like happens every time. <laughs> yeah. So let's get, break into this game. And I, we did choose a phone game. And I know that wasn't your strongest uh, interest for sure. And usually isn't. But we did want to you know, spread out and do some diversity. We want to try to hit all the platforms where we can. And I did learn this actually is on Switch. You know, we don't always check into that before we start playing. And we did want it to be solely on the phone for testing purposes. And I think they said this came out like 2016 and 2018 they had it on Switch. So 
that would be kind of interesting to see. I definitely think my kids would like this on Switch. Yeah, so this one is available on multiple platforms. It's available for PC, Mac, uh, iOS, Android, um, and the Switch. So it's out there and available for a lot of different things. Just going from the gameplay, I, I don't know that it would be necessarily one that you would want to sit down at your computer and play. So I think it's definitely out there and ready, readily, more readily available for uh, a phone player or a Switch player, right? Somebody's on a mobile device. I think this is yeah. probably better suited for them. Absolutely. The mechanics with your thumbs on the phone are not not actually terrible, although with my, my so I have the older Galaxy S9 with the beveled edge screens and some of the some of the actions to hit like the map buttons or uh, to hit uh, you have like a wrench you throw at enemies to, to incapacitate them or interrupt them hitting that was kind of hard sometimes because it is right on that beveled edge. So it's just a design of my phone, not necessarily of the game. It's the, it's the placement on my phone's screen. So I don't know that's necessarily a knock against them and the development of it. It's just how it laid out on my particular phone. I think most phones aren't going to have an issue with it because most phones don't have a beveled edge. Right. I actually, mine does slightly, but it, I don't think it's as uh, prevalent. Like, I don't think it affected me as much. But this game's in, what, like AARP, like a- adventure action role-playing? Uh, I kind of thought of it more as like a sandbox, but I don't think that's really appropriate. I think they define it as AARP. But I mean, you start off, you're, it's a fun game, so you're not looking at like anything insane on graphics, but you come out, you're, I did like the dialogue. I mean, you come out and it's kind of a, there's a storyline to it. It's not like Minecraft where you just jump in and you don't really know anything of what's going on. There is some dialogue, some, some story. And then you crash land, which that makes sense to the title on this planet, but you have to kind of build things to progress through the storyline. Uh, what was your take? Yeah, so... I pass that off to you so I can take a drink, by the way. <laughs> Good. At the initial story, I didn't really like at all. That threw me off of this game initially. It really set me off. Like, it doesn't have anything to do with anything. It's just kind of thrown at you. And the dialogue is not that great either. It's just kind of uh, snippy and, and, and snarky it, just to be snippy and snarky. Not any other reason. It's not funny dialogue at all. It's just kind of... You come in, I think one of the, the first line you come in on is, uh, oh, that isn't my USB port. And it's, it's a robot talking to a, a humanoid figure that's in a metallic suit. You can't tell which one is actually a robot or a human, either of them. So it's like you're thrown in the middle of a conversation and it's supposed to be a humorous take. I, I just didn't go along with it. A lot of the other writing on it, in the dialogue at least, to me seems very half-assed. Like, like even as far as character names, the main big bad guy you're going against is uh, what Hugo Duco, something like that. Yeah, I, I think I was way more receptive to this game. I thought the dialogue was it was entertaining, like in simple enough that it didn't distract. Like I didn't. It wasn't one of those things where I just clicked through it to like get through. Like I actually, and I was like, okay, that's like actually kind of hilarious. No, I was, I was basically just clicking through it to get through it. I'm like, okay, what do I need to read to actually know what I'm doing here? Okay, oh, we click, click, be, click, go, done, done. I'm uh, yeah, we could be more opposite, man. I was like, <laughs> I laid down on the floor the first night and it just was one of those weird situations, man. The, all the kids were at their other parents except for Jada and she wanted to play Minecraft on her phone. You know, she's the oldest, so she's generally easier to like hang out and do stuff with because she's old enough to actually like have, you know, conversations with somewhat serious. 
and I was like, hey, I really want to start kind of playing this phone game. What are you going to do? And she's like, well, I really want to play Minecraft on my phone. So let's just like watch TV and do that. And I was like, cool. So that I think I knocked out like three hours the first night, just kind of laying on the floor, like jacking around on it. And I don't think I would have had it not been as entertaining as it was. I think as I got further along, it got more entertaining to me. You say that. So I kind of had a drag point. I had a drag point. So it started off strong that first night, but then it got to where I felt like it was super repetitive until I realized you could use the pets to uh-huh. battle with you. Uh-huh. And there's actually, it's not just like gear. Like you do have to do it. They call it like, like the dance. You have to dance battle and dodge so much crap. Yeah. That kind of got me pulled back in for a while for sure. Yeah. So each, each mob you battle has a different pattern that they do that you have to learn their pattern so that you can avoid dying <laughs> because yeah. they're going to, they're going to murder you, especially when you're that lower level, your armor is not, and your health is not high enough. Health pool is not high enough that it can support you taking many hits. You're just going to get splattered. I, I think I, I got stomped by those, uh, hippopotamus looking one foot things that just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I will say that I'm not, I guess the little kind of floating octopus things are somewhat i I mean between like a mix of adorable and like deadly like you you see those and you go i bet those are strong like you know what i mean yeah but the like one foot stompy things i i mean not real like i'm not real impressed with that thing it's like a half rhino head with like one leg but i mean whatever i mean you're right they did stomp the crap out of you and you know you can't i'm i'm into grindy situations like oh okay i'll grind out a bunch of materials but that didn't really help you a whole lot you could get to the top level of whatever thing you could build armor wise at that point you still having to dodge the biggest Mm -hmm. improvement to my battling was realizing the pet situation and uh, i don't know if how long you played but like upgrading your pet i don't know if you got that far oh man made a world of difference yeah i didn't get to the point of being able to upgrade my pets yet uh i did get one and i noticed that if i could get to the point of stunning the the mob in place and allow my pet to attack it like so when you got to the ones like the the they're like night flies or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. the glow glow flies or something like that um where they sit in one spot and you get the initial pet that just it's one of the ones that stomps it's what you get or that's what i got at least that was my initial pet when I got that and I'm going against the glow flies, it was really effective because those things just stay in one spot. So my little pet's just sitting there slamming its little foot on top of right. this mob. And I'm all I got to do is dance. So yeah. I don't have to worry about hitting really much of anything. I just got to dance. Yeah. I'm glad the pet thing picked you up a little bit better on that because I that did me too. Like I thought the pet part was pretty cool. Um, I, I did get a second one and you can't, at least not that I caught, maybe it's from different ones. You can only have one with you at a time, at least on the same type. I know that for sure, because I did try to, and I stabled them and I built all that stuff, you know, in this. But like I said, you there was a few things that I didn't really care for. So you can get different materials to build different stuff. It doesn't really do anything. Like you can build a stronger like house or base, whatever you want to call it. Like you can get the upgrade, like go from like, you know, the wood or the trees that you could cut down, you go to like rock. It doesn't change anything, at least not to the point where I got to in this game. Did it matter how strong your base was? You know, you could have used any material. You mean like the materials your base was built out of, like the floor and everything? Yes. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that either. Um, in, in fact, so I, I didn't, didn't really understand the point to upgrade anything on that. I didn't either. I I never went beyond putting down the the straw floor or what the grass floors that you initially build, like the first ones you did. I just did those and I was like, well, I can upgrade it, but why would I? Right. Why am I going to waste my materials when I can build my armor I will need or my weapons right. I will <laughs> <Yeah>. need? <laughs> Dude, there's endless mobs on this game. Holy crap. Like yeah, you, is. it is a lot of grindy on fights and stuff. Um, But you know, it is a phone game and I mean, I don't. Like I said, I definitely think I was more receptive. And we are getting better about not communicating before recording. 
So, but I, I mean, obviously, I know you don't like phone games, so I could had a general sense of like what was going to happen with this, you know, when we started talking about it. But uh, you know, we do have different views on like you know the dialogue and stuff like that or whatever. But this was good for me in my situation. So let me explain a little bit on the dialogue in the beginning story and why I didn't like that so much. Like, so you're 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 a delivery person, right? Uh, right. So you're flux. The, this mm-hmm. deli- cl- intergalactic delivery girl, woman, whatever. Is it? Yeah, it's just a girl. It's a female. Oh, okay. That's female, what whatever it is. That. Right? Because you're in this space suit, so you can't tell exactly what it is, but it is female. But you're this uh, intergalactic delivery person, uh, and you're, you're in charge of delivering three items, and you said that there are four worlds. I can already guarantee you, you will use all three of the items that you are going to deliver to make your escape in this, this game. You will not deliver any of those items, and I've not played this game. Mark my words, that's exactly how this game will go. I don't have to play this game to know it. Is there four worlds? I thought there was only three worlds. So there's three different maps. I I thought you said there was four total. The initial one you land on and then three subsequent ones. Mm. I thought that's what you told me when you, when you, we were, the little bit we did talk about this game is that you, you did say that this was, because we compared how far we were in the game uh, after. I might've been confused. I I mean, I I would have to go back and look, uh, look that up because I'm pretty sure there's just three, but you still could be right because then your escape would be to the unknown right you know wherever they came from in the delivery process because you crash landed on one of them so even if there's two more yeah you still you still could be correct yeah and the floating head villain things yeah well yeah okay (laughs) not super impressed with that either but i do like i said i this was a situational game for me man i i enjoyed i will this is one i know for a fact i mean like the other ones i know like i want to play again and i'll try to play again this is one i know for a fact's not coming off my phone i will play this from time to time it won't be very often maybe a car ride maybe in-laws wherever i end up at that i've got 30 minutes and i'm like "Mm, okay yeah okay this is still my phone cool i'll check that out for a minute so that's where i got to with this game i was gonna say that like this isn't gonna be my go-to phone game at all that spot's reserved until i decide to either slash my wrists or stop playing hearthstone whichever comes first (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or your pocketbook's empty from spending it on Hearthstone. Exactly. Yeah, one of those two things. One of those things is going to happen. And But I do eventually get tired of playing Hearthstone. Uh, and if my phone's not dead, I will probably play this game because it's there. And it's not hard to pick back up and just go, you know. It's good enough for that. If I'm out and I've got a dead moment at a relative's house and I'm just sitting there and I'm not wanting to get on a match of Hearthstone, I probably pick this up, so... Yeah, I did definitely come around for that much of it, at least. You know, it'll stay on there. It's worth the the storage space that it'll cost me on my phone. Right. Yeah, that's kind of what how I felt. I would actually be interested to find, and you know, this is the first Crash Lands. I believe there's a second one now. Is there? This has been up for a couple of years. See, there's a second one or they're working on a second one. I'm not sure. From Butterscotch Shenanigans. Uh, you know, we did try to do this mostly because of the pairing with both brewery and developers coming out of St. Louis. And I'm I'm not upset about it. I like I said, I definitely played it maybe even more than I did the other games for review. Now, our next week's one might get a little more attention uh, just because the way schedules are working out with Bailey working, which I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of excited about. But we won't get into what game that is just yet. But for this week, we haven't broken into value, I don't believe. And uh, if I'm correct, I paid seven bucks for this on my phone. Yeah, $7 as well. You did mention that on other platforms, it is actually a little bit more expensive. I I couldn't actually see paying more than $7 for it. I thought paying $7 for this on the phone was actually a little bit high. No, I I actually agree with that. Not because the it's mostly because phone games anymore are free. I mean, it's to me, most games are free on the phone. 
that you that I that I play. I mean, I guess let me rephrase that. I find a lot of free phone games. I mean, they're they're like you get on any social media. I mean, it's I feel like I get spammed with them, you know. And sometimes I give them a shot, sometimes I don't. But right, and those are usually filled with ads, and you know, you've got to click through all that stuff, or just sit there and wait for them to play through, and that's kind of annoying. This at least doesn't have any ad component to it because you did pay for it, Absolutely. which is nice, definitely. But honestly, I don't see it being worth seven dollars as a phone game. I see it being worth maybe three, three-ish, four-ish, maybe somewhere in there. Right. Phone games just aren't really worth that much to me. <laughs> um, no, I mean gonna, I agree. I'm not going to spend a ton of time playing them. So why shell out seven bucks? I can go spend seven bucks on a. Uh, or save that seven bucks for a better PC game and actually put time into it because this, there's a lot, well, there's a lot to this game. I mean, it is a, you know, very open world, a lot of crafting. It's an RPG game. I mean, there's a lot to it. There's a lot going on. You would have to spend a lot of time in this game to actually go through all of this game. Uh, am I ever going to get through all of this game? I don't think so, but yeah, I don't, I'm not even sure about that because if I would or not, I just, I mean, just look at the map. If it's anything relevant to how much you can zoom out, that's a little bit intimidating for a phone game. Uh, and that, I mean, everything I looked at said described it like, you know, almost endless maps, which right. it seems that way. It seems really big. And if there's two more or three more or whatever there may be, that's a pretty, pretty big for a phone game. Yeah. I was going to say, and this is the first map and we're looking at this and it, yeah, I've zoomed out and I'm like, wow, I'm just on this tiny little space on this map. And if I've got to go through all of it, and that was a little bit frustrating. The teleport pads were nice being able to zip between different points once you discovered And them. they were frequent. Yeah. They were frequent enough to make it worth it. But when you didn't know where they were and you were just jaunting and wandering across Man, you were, there was times when you would get in and be like, wow, where am I going? This is a long ways off. And then suddenly you'd come across the teleport pad and like, oh, okay, at least here's a spot. If I die, I will have a way back. Dude, I would accidentally set some of those warp stones as like my home warp spot or whatever by accident. And I would die and it would be clear on the other side, which I mean, you could still warp there and go get your stuff back, whatever. But I think I ended up with like 15 of those tombstones. Oh, yeah. So when you die, you they give you a tombstone if you get it, pick it up or whatever. Yeah. I think I've even put a couple in my house for like decoration on that game. But <laughs> yeah, and there's an item you get to where you can craft that actually uses like 20 of those. Oh, yeah. I was like, well, that's going to be that's going to be pretty easy to achieve because you get kind of surprised by those mobs sometimes. I mean, there was a few of them that really caught me off guard. And, you know, there's tons of stuff you can eat to heal your health and all that stuff. So, I mean, once you learn some of the mechanics of like the dance and the potions, like, well, not, you know, I mean, not potions, but like food to heal with, it helps. But there's still some of them that will surprise you and, yeah. and practically one shot you. Yep. Um, and they, they aren't real clear on which ones those are that will one shot you, but there are like higher level mobs of the same type. Like those octopus guys, there are like, like the big daddy or big mommy of the, those, those <laughs> octopus ones, they'll, they'll just like send off a, a shock and you'll, they'll one shot you for sure. At the I, just like, I just like how you big mommies and big daddies out there well, rocking the place. I mean, but, the, but there are some that are called patriarch and matriarch. Yes, I know. That's what I was going to tell you. Like matriarch. Yes. I saw that for yeah. sure. Yeah. No. And then, and then they, there's a couple with like you get the shades of color change on them. Yeah. So when you upgrade that first one, it, he becomes like that darker, scarier gray color. Uh -huh. It's kind of weird too. You just instantly know too, which ones are going to kind of, I mean, you said it's kind of hard to tell the difference, but once you found out, you're like, oh, okay, stay away from that weird green colored version of that thing. Yep. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, of all the mobs that I fought in like the earliest stage, I knew 
without a doubt, those, not the night flies didn't scare me, the stompy things didn't scare me. The minute I saw those weird little hovering octopus with like the big cute eyes, I went, man, I'm telling you, that's, and they do, they did a little bum rush, like dash at you. And then you're practically one shot it and you're like, holy crap. I mean, they're pretty easy to dodge once you figure it out, but yeah, yeah, they got me. They, I think they killed me the most, honestly. So did you get to the point that you had to battle any boss fights? Uh, I think I would call them like mini bosses. I don't think they were actually bosses. I mean, they were, they were named, they had like specific names instead of being like matriarch and all that stuff. So, so because there is, you get attacked on the quest chain you go down to and they always kind of had weird names like grammys or whatever the, yeah. the, did you get a hillbilly vibe out of the yeah the life forms you were helping yeah, yeah. they reminded they like me of squidbillies kind of yep. yeah backwoods hillbilly yeah style, which i thought see i, I thought that was kind of kind of funny honestly but they had this weird they had technology they knew how to work on some of this stuff but they lived in like little plant huts that didn't make any sense like at all well they were like tree people or plant people and uh they kind of different than anything else that you might see in a game they were just if you mixed a fly and a log yeah that's what it looked like yeah yeah a fly and a log had a baby it was those things uh but some of them you know had pretty cool uh storylines like uh Durned and uh, the one that died, his buddy, that you had to return his root to his grandmammy. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. There was a grandmammy, and then she gets mad and wants an angry omelet. Yep. (laughs) What? So then you have to go craft that thing. Well, where she sends you after that. You get holed up in this place, and those a bunch of those, you asked about the boss fight. Mm-hmm. A bunch of those little night flies, if I remember that's what they were, come yep. in and attack. But once you get through the couple waves, then a boss one comes in. And it's actually kind of a good fight. Like, I mean, as in difficult, I should say. So I don't know if all of the maps are the same. I, I don't I don't know that. I don't know if they're like uh, generated on the fly or if they're all about the same. But on my map, at least, uh, just south of where that bo- that little place was, that lab that you go to that she sends you to, just south of there. There was a pond, or a big lake, really, and in the lake was a bunch of grass uh, as a platform, and in the platform was the Baconweed Fairy. I did not run into that. And that was an actual boss fight. I didn't beat that boss fight yet. Uh, I still have it available to go back and try. I've tried to beat it at least five times now, and I've died every time. I've gotten her down to like 25% health. But it's the bacon weed fairy. There's like a whole bacon, story. Hold on, let me get this straight. Bacon weed fairy. Yeah. So one of the one of the herbs that you can pick up on the planet is bacon is weed. Bacon yeah, weed. Right. Yeah, that's right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Okay, so, that's kind of hilarious. Yeah. So you have different herbs you can pick up to heal yourself with. You don't know what you can or can't do. So you 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 land on this planet with four pies to eat or something like that, right? And that's how you know you can regain health. So I was like trying to conserve those until I got a recipe for something and they don't give you a recipe. So I'm like, okay, well I've got to eat these or else I'm going to die. So I, I just ate them. And then finally I was collecting bacon wheat and it just happened to pop up in that same spot. And I'm like, oh, well there's my food. You can, you, you can make stuff. You can. Yeah. But you don't get that until later on. Right. Right. So initially you're just eating raw bacon wheat yeah. is your <laughs> yeah. first one. And then you get like, um, sun shrooms. Yep. But the, so I have like a stack of those. I just keep eating. And every time I, yep. and then you, it's kind of weird. I don't say I like grindy type games, but I weirdly have made it a habit of mine to just, if you see it, pick it up. 
Yep. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but you go through that where you're like, I'm just sick of like beating these stones into like <laughs> materials. But I've like went through so many games with situations like this. Now I'm just like, I'm, you know what I think it came from? And you refer to it as the beast, but I think it came from World of Warcraft when I farmed that uh, archaeology, that two handed sword. Yeah. Those two full straight days of doing that. And wanting to rip my eyeballs out, I really think it broke me because now I don't even care. I can I can take a hundred hours and dump it into just like rock. Oh, there's a rock. Like I think it would. It's almost like a candy trail to like death. Like they could just lead me with those sun shrooms, but like I won't stop collecting them until I don't see them. And you always see them. Yeah, you know what I mean. They just keep. There's just always material. There's that game is riddled with materials to break down. And maybe that's why I didn't mind it is because I'm just like, okay, like I'll just keep going. I just got like lost in ga- gathering materials. There's a ton of stuff to pick up. It's everywhere, but unfortunately, it also takes a lot to build anything. So that's why everything is everywhere. I mean, it's just it's littered everywhere. But but recipes cost tons. For my pet, at least, the first upgrade I could get. I want to say it was like in the hundreds to build the first mm-hmm. item. The garment or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, and the bigger part to that wasn't the hundred. That stone's actually really easy. Or no, nah, it was like um, something from their thing. The hard part was the essence. Yeah, you had to get those ten essence, and then once you figure out what those drop off of, it's only the sterling guys. Mm-hmm. So you can kill those things all day long. They won't give you an essence until you find the sterling ones. And I don't know how I figured that out. Maybe it's in there, like when you read it. I'm not sure. Like I think you can click on the material, and maybe it says what it comes from. I'm not sure. Once I figured that out, then I just looked for those mobs solely because I was so adamant about upgrading my pet. That was what my like entire goal was one day. So I made sure to get that done, mm-hmm. and it was worth it. Yeah. There is a ton of stuff to do. I, I would like to see other boss fights out there um, because like the bacon weed fairy one, it's it's like a chaos dance. It's just she throws so much crap at you. It's I don't know how you don't get hit with everything. You literally mm. have to be hit by some of it uh, because she sends rockets at you. Uh, their their tooth uh, or teeth like it's a little tooth rocket, but it's a heat seeking rocket that spirals out and will eventually come and find you. So no matter if you dodge it the first time, it's going to eventually find its way back to you. So I don't know if I could figure out a way to make it hit her. I tried to do that, but I didn't ever seem to get it to hit her. It always kept finding its way back to me. Interesting. Yeah, there was, I was always going to take damage from those and she would rifle out a large amount of those. Like I'm saying 10, 15, enough to kill you easily. Like two of them will kill you. So you have to find a way to take all of them uh, over time. And huh. she'll do that periodically over the battle. It's and and then she drops rockets from the the sky too, and you have to dodge those. So it's it's a pretty crazy nuts fight. I couldn't figure out how to get all all the way through it yet. But well, I, now I I'm going to have it. to battle. I'm going to have to go do that for sure. It's a little bit of a quest line to get through. You have to, um, man, what was it? That you, had to, you have to go find like old Yarnell. I think it had something to do with the uh, <laughs> the hillbilly names. Crack me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> grandmammy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm going to open this other beer. Hold on a second. All right. Sounds good. But I think it had something to do with, um, Durned and his, I can't, I can't remember the friend that died, but I think it had something either. to do with those guys. Dude, I was, it's weird. I don't know if it's an age thing, but I'm instantly like, ah, oh, I can't believe they actually killed him. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like a little, and he had to take his remains to his grammy. I'm like, this, this is not cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was a little bit sad about that actually. And then she says, make me an anger omelet. And I was like, okay, it's kind of just funny now at this point, but. By the way, still using the Infinity Gauntlet for the uh, opening of the bottle. Love that thing. I, I did get something. I got something new today, by the way. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, I ordered it. It came in a, uh, oh, like three foot by 
like a foot and a half or two foot long mouse pad. It's a huge mouse pad, but you know what it is? What's that? It's a Budweiser. (laughs) (laughs) A huge Budweiser mouse pad, just so my everything I have can like sit on it. (laughs) Well, I'm still using the bottle opener from way back in the day that is attached to my World of Warcraft authenticator. That still works. Really? Yeah. Right on. (laughs) You have a couple to choose from, I think. I think you, as a best man, I think you got one also, maybe. Yeah, I've got that one too, but it's on my keys. And uh, Mm. so I don't have my keys with me right now, but I do have with my computer at all times, the authenticator to what I was about to say. That kind of makes sense. You just (laughs) attach it to every, like a part of every, you know, in your life. You're like, ah, my mouse has one, you know, also, (laughs) you know, my tennis shoes have one too. I mean, I'm going to have one no matter where I'm at. That's actually kind of genius. Hold on a second. My mic has one, you know, that'd be perfect. Yeah, so as we've kind of got into this, I'm glad you have a little bit more to say. I really wasn't sure how far you had got on this. How do you feel about the uniqueness of this game? It was a pretty good mashup of a couple different things, right? So it's like a, it's kind of a role-playing game. Um, so you've, you've got quests to do, um, but it's also a sandbox gathering, um, crafting game. Um, it's a top-down style game, kind of like... Um, any any sort of dungeon crawler, so it makes it kind of accessible from there. It's a pretty well-rounded game. I don't know if it's like uh, uber unique, uh, but it's pretty cool. It's it's all right for for a game. It's not. I I don't know if it'd be like the most unique, but it's it's not bad. the 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 mechanics on the how they did the battling is is pretty cool. I do like that for being a phone game. I mean, I think so. For yeah, for being a phone game, yeah. I don't know how it would work on like the Switch or anything like that. I'm curious with the joystick versus dodging. That would probably be more of a traditional style game once you added a joystick to it. Because you don't think of phone tapping games having to fight like this. Well, even even PC like clicking because <clears throat> you're only going to be able to click on or off the mob, right? Right. And that's essentially how you're, it's emula- emulated on the phone, um, I would imagine. Uh, but then you go to the Switch, it's completely different. Okay, now I have an actual button to attack with. So. Yeah. Uh, am yeah, I, I wonder how that get would that, or is it something? Is it auto attacked? I I don't know. You know, it's it's yeah. That's kind of. I'd be interested to see that. So it's 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 all right. I I don't I don't care for some portions of the game. Uh, but as far as unique, it's it's different enough because it mashes a bunch of different things together. It it kind of reminded me reminded me of like the old school Zelda, just from the top down perspective that it has. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, I get that. The even kind of like the 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 map crawling kind of reminds me of old school like regular Nintendo Zelda. Even that, or God, like, we bring um, up Zelda a lot. Well, I was I was going to say that or Diablo. Yeah, yeah. Um, Baldur's Gate, Gate, Diablo, yeah, yep. yep. So kind of, kind of like a God view almost, or whatever yeah, you want to call yeah. it. The, yeah, the top-down uh, dungeon crawler style game. It kind of looks like that because you, it's just that view. But yeah, it mashes a lot of different elements to it. So yeah, fairly unique in that. I mean, special effects or graphics. I mean, it's a phone game. There's not. I mean, nothing to write home about. Right, right. I do think that the the color patterns or whatever is eye appealing. Like I don't think it's bad or too bland, but it's not. Obviously, nothing with that matters. Like the, it's a phone game, so you know what I mean. You're gonna, you're not gonna be walking into a ton of graphics. Everything was recognizable. Everything stood out. You could tell what everything was. Um, you could tell things that were helpful versus what was hurtful. Like you could tell what everything was and how it would be used. Like that all kind of made sense. So as far as 
yeah, the graphics didn't like blow you away, but at least they worked together. Right. That's, it's almost like, I don't know, you might say that's, would that be like more of an artwork thing? I mean, that, you know what I'm saying? Cause I don't think that would be as much as like the coding that would probably go into or the math that would probably go into some graphics with, you know, certain games or how, like, well, you, you take into like nowadays adding, do you remember when they started adding like shadows in games, how right. big a deal they made that out to be, yeah. you know, because of how back then that was a lot to process. Yeah. Even on computers, I think you could turn that off of to help your processor out. You could turn off shadows because can. it was such a big deal. Yeah, exactly. Because it's it's a lot more to add. But this obviously doesn't have anything like that. And like I said, I think I've already answered the repeatability for me. Like I will absolutely play this game more. I feel the same. I'll play it again. Um, like I said, it's not going to be my go-to, but it'll be something that's definitely worthwhile picking up. And I'll have, I feel like I'll have plenty to do. I will definitely have plenty to do. I'm not going to run out of any game anytime soon in this. I don't feel. Right. I may hit a frustration level with it, but it's a phone game. Flip it off, you know, go to a different one and I'll be fine, you know. I don't have to have too much investment in it. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. And kind of, you know, whenever we, we bring up these beers and especially the craft ones and we try to choose stuff that's not your norm or that not everybody's going to try, you know, without being, without knowing about it or someone telling them, it's kind of weird because like this, the beer we chose today, you know, we you bring up the drinkability thing all the time, this or like the go-to, like this is their go-to beer. I would be anxious to try this on draft. And I also think this, I could drink this anytime. Like as in, this isn't like a stout or a sour or whatever. This is a pretty right down the center to me ale. Yeah, this is simple uh, middle of the road ale. I think this is any time of the year, anytime you want to take a drink. Uh, this could be that beer that just kind of hits that spot, right? Right. That, that's what I'm saying. And I don't feel like the game follows that pattern. I feel like this game is very situational. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to open this up on my phone because I just am dying to play it. It's going to be more so because it's I'm in a situation where I have nothing else to do. And eh, maybe I will knock out a little bit on that and see what that boss was. You know, Jesse was talking about, you know, that'll be the situation for sure. Yeah. I've got 30 minutes to kill. I've got nothing else to do. Let me go into this game because I, my phone is the only thing I've got. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. For sure. Um, controls. And we kind of talked about that a little bit too. Uh, they were fine. There was a few things like in the crafting, not so much like when you got into like the, okay, so you, you know, you do the different workbenches, uh, and you know, different ones to make different things and you kind of upgrade it with materials like you see in most games. But when it came to the actual like building stuff, I, I, I it was kind of weird. You flip between like the flooring and then the other things. I mean, it wasn't like bad, but it just wasn't, I don't know, almost seemed kind of confusing how they had it set up. You'd have to flip between them and then I would be, I would think I was on one, but it would be grayed out, but it wasn't. You could still use it. Maybe that was only on my phone. I don't really know. It definitely wasn't a big enough deal that like I had problems with it. I just kept touching one or the other till, you know, it worked. And then I realized that's what I was on. So but I don't have any problem with the controls. And I, I like the, <laughs> well, I, I didn't like the intro, like you said, and for whatever reason, I don't have a lot of audio going on my phone. You know, I usually have that like little headset earpiece in like an earbud in. And so when I don't is typically when I play this game again, situational. So like, obviously I'm not playing this at work or whatever. So I'll be at home and in a situation like, oh, I'll flip over to that. Well, the uh, headset volume on my phone's never very high or Bluetooth audio like volume's not high, but my regular volume's usually cranked up and it's the same thing. It yells that yeah. every time. And like before it even finishes, I'm like trying to turn the volume down if there's a baby asleep or whatever. I'm like, holy crap, like calm down phone. And that intro is like 10 times louder than anything else in the game. I know. Way louder. Unnecessarily yeah, it loud. You, it lets you know who made this for sure. What developing team made this. It is butterscotch shenanigans and it's going to yell it. 
that was uh, up there with, that was probably my most frustrating thing about this entire game. My second most frustrating thing about this entire game was the fact that they made you sign up for this stupid rumpus account. Yeah, I did that too. Okay. Okay. So if you, you can play it offline, I, I don't know if it changes the experience at all. Um, to be honest, I didn't do it offline. I only did it through their rumpus account thing. So that'll be, let me just preface everything with that. But the fact is, is if you want to sync your saves to a cloud, to, to the cloud or anything like that, or if you want to be able to, for some reason, the saves, like the, the when they save to your phone, they don't necessarily allow those saves on your phone to be saved to your, say, Google Drive, or I would, I would assume the same thing for your iCloud, which is kind of frustrating because Google has its own play service that should be allowed to do all of that stuff for you. So it doesn't matter exactly which uh, Android device you're on. If you've got a Google account, you should be able to sync your saves across whatever device you're on simply by the nature of what Google has already set up. But no, no, they've gone one step further and force you into signing up into one of their uh, nifty little rumpus accounts so they can snag your uh, account information. And I absolutely hate that um, from developers. I, I understand exactly why they do it. They want data. They want marketing data. That's their only reasoning for doing it, period. End of story. There is zero other reason to do that. Otherwise, they could per they could easily hand that that ability off to another service um, on any other platform uh, to be handled elsewhere. They don't need to do it the way they're doing it, and that is as a software engineer that is highly frustrating to me. Well, so I uh, at first I did not do that, and mostly whatever built into my hardwired into my brain. You know, sometimes I'm like I, I really try to avoid stuff where I'm creating accounts when I when I can. Yep. You know what I mean? No, I, so I understand. Like, yeah, so I'm like, ah, so I'm like dr dragging my book out. Do I need to make a pat? Do I need to write a password down for this? You know, they, which yep. I, this wasn't that complicated, whatever. But I didn't do that at first. Mm -hmm. And I, the save thing was almost the exact same. And then once that kept popping up, I finally did it. And I was like, okay, I did it. And then you'd go to save, and it, it for me it changed practically nothing. Yeah, okay. I mean it. It just saved to the rump. It just would say like it saved to that Sync whatever. To rumpus, yeah, mm -hmm. it would do save there instead. That was. The only difference. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's their version of a cloud, uh, saves sync save. And I don't know right. if it's to support their ability to play cross cross platform. So if you maybe want, did own this on switch or PC, um, you would have the ability to pick up your save on one of those other platforms. But honestly, I'm never gonna own this game on another platform again. Why would I ever want that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, don't, don't force it. Don't shove it down my throat. Like, let me say no once and get off of the thing, dude. <laughs> right. Well, you can let us know where to find to get into it if we want to after that, if we change our minds. But yeah, you said you would never buy this on another platform. So I haven't really tested this out to see. I mean, I think I showed the kids. I mean, Z's been in so much trouble lately. Like he doesn't get to see it. You know, I wasn't like, oh, come check this out. Cause you know, he keeps getting grounded for dumb stuff like kids do. But I think I did. Well, obviously I showed Jada that night when we sat down and she was like, oh, that's cool. You know, whatever. she went back to Minecraft. Like she obviously wasn't impressed, but it was, you know, not like she was starting the game. She just glanced at it. And Shay was kind of the same boat. I asked, you know, I had him look at it just to see kind of, just kind of feel out how the kids were, you know, taken to it. But as I played it, I, on like Switch or like, I mean, I could see, I could see any of them actually playing this. Not, maybe not Jada, but I could definitely see Shay and Z playing this game. So Aiden, Aiden's a huge Minecraft PC player. Like, he, I mean, uh, and and Elijah as well. Elijah plays Minecraft and Roblox on not PC, but uh, oh, here we go on, with Roblox on <laughs> Xbox. And 
so being a sandbox esque game with an RPG feel to it, I could see how they may want to play it. Um, but Aiden wouldn't play this game on a phone. Uh, I can tell you that now. He wouldn't. He wouldn't touch this game on a on a phone. Uh, it just it's just not in his nature. He's not going to sit down and do that. Like if he's going to play a game on a phone, it's going to be a little piddly uh, game, like um, Subway Surfer type game. You know, just one of those random weirdo games. Not not anything like that. Something that's more action packed, fast paced. It's meant to be on a phone and like just right. blaze through it in your face type thing. Right. That's what he's going to put on a, on his phone. Um, Elijah's too young to have a phone, and uh, Elijah, while he might do it on the Switch, it's it's far too much reading for him uh, because of the RPG f- aspect being only five. So, uh, right. Well, and I don't want to get too far down the, this rabbit hole, but I would like to say it's a different age because, for instance, you know we don't allow a ton of video game time Monday through Friday, especially not as much as we do. Like we allow a little bit more on the weekends for sure, mm-hmm. and. I find it odd. So Shay does a lot on his iPod, but you know, iPods are different now. It's not like just like, you know, us growing up, it was, we just listen to music or whatever. And they were like after our CD players, you know, I, you know, we had the old school stuff. And so when we got to work, oh, we can have this little thing and save a thousand songs on it and listen to it. Great. Oh no. His iPod is like a phone it's everything but a phone. And essentially it can be a phone. Like mm-hmm. if he's on, you know, has it, you know, Wi-Fi or whatever. And it is amazing to me how often he'd be like, hey, can I get on my iPod? Well, of our, you know, of our boys here, he's usually the one not in trouble. So I'm like, yeah, man, go, go for it, dude. And then I'll catch him. He won't be playing games. He watches YouTube videos. So I think the gaming market has a lot more to kind of battle or, you know, stuff to entertain kids. It has to be quick and, and grab them because they're not going to take the time to get into a story. And so as I'm, I'm bringing this up for a point, that's why I'm not sure how the kids would, re- would receive this. Because it is not an instant, it is a little bit slower build to what's going on. Because it is an RPG. I mean, that's right. just the nature of an RPG, right? RPGs right. move slower, typically. I mean, uh, I don't know how I got into RPGs at a young age like I did. Like, uh, I don't know where the, that my passion for that kind of a game came in. I think for me, it was the... Um, I've always had an interest in like the fantasy side of stuff, like mm. the dragons and all that. And not Same. a lot of other games were introducing that. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not, and I'm, and I don't know what your starter big game was. I mean, I had played things like, you know, I would say one of the first games I played that I can really remember I liked was on regular Nintendo it was Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was fun, but then it went into like Zelda. Zelda was like the first big, like kind of roam around and not, I would call them nonlinear. I think that was the bigger thing. Kids are either attracted to being guided or, or not guided. And I was for weirdly attracted to choosing wherever I wanted to go. Right. And as game, as our age went up and the games progressed, the games I seemed to s- stick to was ones that gave me more options. Yeah. And that has went all the way into adulthood. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the same thing, uh, you know, those type of games have always attracted me and things where I could choose what I, I got to do always drew me into them. Just it, it, it also is what fuels my OCD for being a completionist, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> that's where all yeah. of that junk started, you know, way back when I was a kid. Yeah. And, and playing all those games and having to feel like oh, I have to explore every inch of the map yep. or else I didn't do it right. <laughs> so. Yep. I don't care, mom, that it's time for dinner. I have not got to this next uh, part of this game yet. Don't care. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, I guess I played all kinds of games, but yeah. And so it kind of makes me curious whenever I show the kids games like this that kind of offer more. I mean, yeah, of course they play Minecraft, but 
Dude, if you've, I don't know how frustrated, it's weird as a parent. I get so frustrated when they're like, oh, let's play Minecraft. I'm like, oh, cool. And they're like, let's play. They don't want to play Survivor. They only want to play where they just build stuff. And I'm like, where's the challenge in that? Like, you can't die. You just can float in the air and you can have endless materials. It weirdly bothers me. I'm a little different than you than that. Uh, I actually can see the, the fun in creative mode. I can just zen out in creative mode. And I have literally lost hours playing with Elijah. Like, or Aiden, we've we've done this where we'll just start crafting stuff, um, trying to build, I don't know, just buildings. And we'll just start crafting things. And I forget what time it is. And we'll just do this the whole day. Never had that moment. Me and Z one time, we built a, a fort or a house on there. And I said, hey, let's build a, a basement. And, a, and then we started doing that. And I was like, all right, let's build this tunnel. We made this tunnel so so long you couldn't see i mean it it went underneath like a you know minecraft blocky lake it went underneath one and we kept kind of popping up to see where we're at and we were we went like a it seemed like a mile and we spent forever on this but that's like the one thing dude i won't do creator like i and they the it's the boys don't mind it when i'm down there when i'm involved they're like okay we'll deal with survivor i've kind of like pushed that off on them a little bit because jada zariah shay they're all like oh let's play creator and like do this i'm like guys there's no ch- there. There's to me, I'm all about the climb. That's what it is. I need that struggle. I need the challenge. If it is just handed to me, I'm instantly bored. That is the difference between you and me. If I, it's handed to me, I'm bored. I'm done. I, I want it to be challenging on the idea that I have to work for it. And I don't know where that comes from, but if I don't have to work for it, I lose all interest. And this game, that's what, that's what makes me curious to see if we ever got it on Switch. And I'm not saying I will. I'm not saying that I was impressed enough with this game to go buy it on Switch. But if the boys ever, for some reason, can't stumble across this, I would be anxious to see how they receive it playing it on the Switch. Because yeah. I don't think either one... The only one close to playing this on a platform like a phone would be Shay on his iPod, and that's it. Mm-hmm. This beer is actually really good, though. I'm, I'm, like I said, we, I picked this Hefferwise and Ale, but after looking at their website, I'd be really curious to try some of their other stuff. Yeah. So let's let's get a little bit into uh, what this uh, brewery's got going on. I think we talked a little bit about the game. Uh, we can circle back in a minute uh, to finish up the game. Uh, but let's, let's jump over to the beer just a little bit and talk about the brewery talk about, um, because, you know, we did something a little bit unique with this, uh, this whole week, right? We picked two games out of the St. Louis area or two things out of the St. Louis area, um, which for us is very close to the, close to home. Yeah. What would you say? Three or four hours, four hours, maybe I don't, I'm not even sure. Yeah. About three and a half hours, four hours uh, at most. If you, if you drive the speed limit should be four. if you're not challenging your last time record down there okay i got you see if i can beat google maps i got you yeah but yeah i mean so so we're we're in the i guess uh general casey area and so it's just across the state from us over there in st louis um but you know so so this is kind of unique um that we pick something so close to home so i did kind of want to spend some time actually talking a little bit about the brewery and what we were able to find out about them um, and what we were able to find out about their beers, because I thought, yeah, one thing that did strike me is I was trying to, to navigate their awkward site, uh, to find information about the beer, uh, that we were trying is taking a look at some of their other beers that they had available and it just seeing how much they had available, how many different options they have. They, they seem to have quite a few different options available other than what just this, uh, half a wise and ale. So. Yeah, and it looks like they kind of really got moving in the um, 90s, which is when craft beer started picking back up. So I think that's also unique in 
I don't know if you looked at how many they have. They have seasonals and everything. I would, like I said, I would really be uh, anxious to try something else. I I will tell you that we will visit Shafley's again. Um, one of their their beers. I'm not sure when, but I was impressed enough with this just being kind of a standard, like a well, like I said, it, maybe it's very deceiving. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's really impressive, but the packaging is not, and that's that marketing thing because you look at this bottle and I think mediocre <laughs> instantly and that's not a dig at them that's just like it's very plain jane all of their labels i mean just kind of scrolling through their site all of their labels are on that kind of very plain um side right so i'm kind of looking through and just reading you know just reading the names of what they have out here and another one i might want to try is that uh tropical saison and it's like you know looking at that can <laughs> That's directly out of the 80s, right? The can, uh, it, it, it screams like Hawaii Five-0. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. You're not wrong. They are very simple in, in appearance. And I think that might say a lot for their beer carrying it because they have been out for a while. And so they're, I mean, people must generally just like them. They're not trying to sell you with marketing gimmicks at all. I mean, they're not even attempting to. The, I, see, I'm anxious to try that oatmeal stout, and I do kind of have a mm-hmm. soft spot for stouts here lately, but I also like Kolsch's. They have a Kolsch ale. They have dry hopped APA. They have uh, the IPA, the pale ale. Never been a big fan of the pale ales, but, you know, I'd give it a go. Like I said, I wouldn't mind if you and I made a trip down there. It'd be a good reason to, we can just call it research for this. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how I've been masking everything I do lately is... Well, I have to play this game for the podcast, so <laughs> give me five hours of alone time. <laughs> uh, and that's that's no uh, negative comment. I love my wife, absolutely, who doesn't. But, hey, just saying. It's, uh, it's kind of a free pass to play some video games and drink some beer. I didn't even see. Did, was that a seasonal? Oh, they have a coffee stout. And there's that raspberry heifer-wisen you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, Well, I guess it is on the limited releases, limited release styles. Oh, I see it. Okay. Isn't that what Tank 7 for Boulevard is too, is a Saison? Yeah. I think so, yeah. They do have a lot. And so to talk about this one a little bit, this Hefeweizen, yeah, so it's made with American winter wheat. It's balanced with sweet golden malted barley and hops from Oregon that evoked a hint of spice. The cloudiness comes from the absence of filtration. This is, of course, quoting from their website, giving a smooth body and a prominent grain flavor that offers superb drinkability. That's where I saw that. It is extremely drinkable that is no doubt and i feel like we have been a little bit softer on our beer reviews um and i don't know you know what i'm saying i i don't think there's as much to go into with beer as there is games games have a lot more variables but so far we've not picked one that i've been against and and in very different reasons that's kind of the strange part too which we've been all over the map so that might have something to do with it yeah so back to the game before we while we finish this off and cap this because we've went through gameplay and it's a touch screen situation on your phone the storyline which you were not impressed with as much as i was i really enjoyed the no. dialogue uh i did not like that intro just as much as you mostly because it shocked the shit out of me every time my phone <laughs> screamed that in my face because for whatever reason the audio on that is so much higher volume level and i'm telling you dude i cranked my phone down instantly every time and i was like oh gosh dang it Every time. Please, if you guys do not know, go look up Super Troopers. I will pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans because that's exactly (laughs) how I feel. 
Uh, hey, uh, Farva, what's that uh, restaurant with all the weird, goofy shit on the wall you like? <laughs> oh, okay. Butterscotch shenanigans? Absolutely. Uh, special effects, optimization. There was an optimization. I, I did have a point to make with your, uh, like, I guess, to talk to you about. Now, when you were building armor for your character out of the materials that you would harvest, did you notice that there, you know, a lot of games do this same um, kind of trend of the the green getting stronger, blue getting stronger, purple getting even stronger. Top usually is a, the orange legendary. I think every game kind of follows that pattern. Did you come across any legendary patterns and make them? Yes. Any orange? Yes, I did come across okay, so, a fists. Uh, okay, hands. so that must be forced into the game. I did as well. Okay. Now, when you craft. I don't know if you p- picked up on this. If you craft the same item multiple times, you will not always get the same level of stats. Right. Yeah. So they did make that kind of unique in that every time you craft something, it's a roll of the dice as to what the stats and what the quality of the item is going to be. So that's kind of that's kind of cool, unique, uh, but a bit frustrating in the same point because you're putting right. the same amount of items into to a a white level common as you are a purple epic. Like yeah. It, it, they require, it's, it's simply, simply RNG and you have no way of controlling it and whether or not it plays together with the rest of the stats in your armor is also RNG. It's a toss up. Yeah. Yep. So the, these two categories will really be, um, I'd almost call yin and yang on how these play together because so optimization, yes, there's optimization on your character to some degree, but you're going to keep upgrading in the same pattern that everybody else is, uh, other than you could choose a different weapon style. Then other people, you know, you had like what the hammer, the axe or the sword. Yeah. And And then you had armor. So did you notice if there was any difference to when you chose a weapon and how it performed against uh, mobs? Because I I didn't, I couldn't tell if a particular weapon type performed better against particular mobs. So this is definitely not um, factual. This is opinion. I felt like. Yeah, I felt like yes. I feel like the answer is yes. I felt like when I, because I, and I only switched to. I think the hammer, and I felt like with the the stomping guys, I felt like my hammer actually was doing a better job. But I also felt like their what you call dance pattern. I feel like their moving pattern was slower than everything else. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's a correlation, uh, because I think the octopuses were actually weaker to my sword. And I could be completely wrong about that because I was getting new gear and you know battling and you know you don't always watch the numbers. You're mostly trying to survive on most of that stuff. But then you go into luck versus tactic. This game is, I would say, more tactic than luck, but in except for that crafting. Yeah. That would have some to do with luck. Or if you pulled a couple mobs because they spawned next to one that you were trying to kill. Oh, yeah. You know, they were already there. That could be a, a little bit of luck. But for the most part, they them adding the, the, what you call the dance battle, them adding that in made it mostly tactic more than luck. Yeah. I think it played a bigger factor. The, it was strategy. The variance between the stats on a white pattern versus a purple pattern is huge too. Like right. the health, the health that you would get. So like at level three, the health you would get on the level three items would range anywhere from like 80 health on a, like a chest plate to like 160 health or something like that. Like just enormous gap. You would double your health almost. Um, by getting a purple item and you have no control over it other than to re-roll it and hope for a better outcome. 
in in your white item might have better sub stats than your purple one ends up with like if you're not playing um so it had like sub stats like you could uh, some of them would be like freeze or damage reflect and the damage reflect was like a million times more helpful than any other thing that i came across except for maybe um health regen yeah i did like the health regen or leech. i always do I in every like game a- i don't know what that is but whatever it's called wherever you you are recovering some health mm-hmm. off of the damage you do and I, dude, I don't know where that comes from. I've liked that since, you know, we talked about Magic the Gathering back in like episode two, you know, we'd brought that up about you have you playing like real decks. Man, yeah. the first deck I ever bought was this, uh, man, it was like a black magic, but it was a very sacrificial deck Yeah. to, you know, you're sacrificing stuff to uh, take your opponents or to get stronger. And that's the first time I ever noticed. I kind of like that whole, you know, some games call it vampire, some games call it, yeah. you know, uh, drain. Or whatever. I think even like the Death Knights on on WoW as a tank, like you know, you would steal health when you. Yeah, you know, I don't know what it is. I've always been fascinated with that. It kind of says something. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I, I like it too, man. Uh, one of my favorite decks to play since I play against like my brothers a lot and my three brothers. We all play against each other and we'll play in a group mode. So it's kind of a free for all, everybody against everybody type mode. Uh, is a is a black deck that does a lot of leech. Uh, style yeah. abilities where yeah. uh, I bet uh, essentially as I cast spells out, I can ca- spend extra mana and leech health from other players. So I've just got one or two health being pulled off of everybody as I cast spells. <laughs> and yeah. so I, I gain health as they slowly lose health. Yeah, no, I don't so, know what yeah, it is, I, but I that, get that. Yep, nope, that's a, that's an ability I always kind of go after. I, I you know, I, I secondary maybe I do like frost. Um just as an element, I don't know, always been attracted to that too. But yeah, the the leech, the the blood drain, the vampire, whatever they call it, that's usually the trade I go after. And so that I kept trying. And then once I lost that on my gear, I never got it back. So that was a little bit like, I want to say frustrating, but like it is hard to pay your gear like that. You could spend hours just trying to make a set that would match up with stats. Yeah. And then just only find out that you move to the next area and you're making a stronger and you'd be starting over. So yeah. there's also that. but. Ah, uh, let me see. I feel like the, like I said before, I feel like the controls were good um, for a phone game. I I didn't really have a lot of issues or nothing that I, was a big deal. Nothing that I would say really would up the value of the game if you were to fix it. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there could be things they tweak to make like the quest log a little bit easier or whatever, but I don't think it would really change enough to matter at this point. So as we wrap this up and we get to the final point of this, who who did the rating first last week on the game? You did. Okay, so <laughs> you know what that means. Yeah, unfortunately I do. Yes, you do. <laughs> so what would you rate this game? One to ten, ten being the best. Um, so I did think about that one uh, pretty hard. I had a hard time getting into this game, uh, so much so that we even had to delay recording a week. Just to be like perfectly honest with everybody. Yeah, full transparency. I get that. Yeah, full transparency here. We like even delayed a week um, because I had such a hard time picking this game up. And I don't know if it was because it's a because we played it on the phone or if it was just because I had such a difficult time getting through butterscotch shenanigans. (laughs) That that, that terrible intro story or what it was. it's not the favorite, my favorite thing I've ever played. Uh, it's something, like I said, I, I could see myself picking up, but it's to me just a barely average game. 
like 5.3. So just barely above average for you? Yeah, just barely. Like it, it's good enough that I can pick it up and play it and I won't take it off my phone, but it's not something I'm dying to play. Right. I, ca- I, I did have two moments that I actually like thought about playing it and wasn't cued or, or triggered from a situation where I thought, oh, when I get to this moment, I'm going to play that game. Like I thought about it preemptively, maybe twice, but let's break into that for just a second. We have, for us, the simulators we do have, we have a very different setup, sir. <laughs> so, and bit. I'm not, and I'm not making a reference to your amazing computer. We don't need to get into that. We all know <laughs> that thing's awesome. I've seen it too many times at this point. So. Bailey's not going to be happy as I keep trying to add stuff to my situation to make it better, <laughs> you know, but here's the difference. I work outside and I'm gone from home. You work from home at this amazing, you got to make this thing nice because you're at it all day long. Yeah. So it is a little bit different. You were on a computer. Uh, what would you say? Minimal eight hours a day. Minimal. Very, very minimal. Yeah. Like, right. So probably on the high end 14, maybe. Probably. Yeah. 14. Okay. Plus. Yeah. Right. So, you know, that says a lot. Because I'm at mine, only if we have a game we're going to review on it, we're picking a night to play Overwatch, which you know for me is limited, like once a week on a Thursday for two hours, yeah. or I have something very specific to do. And so our situations are very different. Uh, you know, Bailey and I will hang out, we'll do stuff or whatever, and I'll end up situations, um, you know, whether we drink or we, we uh, I'm fortunate, we play Gears together or whatever, you know, we get to do things like that. But I still end up in these situations where all I have is my phone and I have 20 minutes, I have 15 minutes, I have a limited time. And so this game was a much different situation for me. That doesn't mean I necessarily am saying it's like a 10 just because of that, but I'm saying I was quickly able to receive the idea of this and have something new to try out on my phone and was pretty excited about it. And that's just all there is to it, Jesse. You have a different situation than me. This phone games don't appeal to you. You don't really have a point for them. I mean, you're not away from something that could process so much more. You know what I'm saying? So right. for a phone game to appeal to you, it'd have to have something very addicting yeah. to kind of pull you off of off of what's in front of you most of the day. Yep. So I think that makes sense. I mean, for you, it's a 5.3. And I, th- I just kind of want that to be known as we review this stuff for, you know, what people are looking for and what situation they're in. And, and like I said, for the simulators we have, you and I are in very different situations. And so for me, this was appealing and created a chance for me to do something and not invest a lot of time because that deters me if I don't I don't have the time to dump into. And you know, we both love the big RPGs. We love the big nonlinear storylines. I love all of that stuff. And I know I've mentioned that. And so I would actually hate this game because it's, I, like I said, I will play it again, a, a 6.4. I mean, I, and I'm, I'm saying that it's it's not higher because I don't think it's amazing. And that's not a dig at them. If you look at their awards for the year it came out, they got a, it seems like the general public actually likes this game a lot more than we do. For sure. I was seeing eights and nines and, and nines out of 10 and 9.5s and tons of, you know, awards. And maybe if I played this one, it was more relevant when it first came out, or maybe the second one, if it's out or it's coming out. Maybe that would be different, you know? Just to share. I mean, because, you know, we're giving our opinion, but I also want to give, be fair to the game and everything. And these type of games aren't my game, so I'm going to rate them lower. Or, or playing it on my phone is not my style of game. So for me, it's going to hit lower, for sure. That is 100% a factor in my rating. Take that with what you will. I want to be clear and transparent with everybody. Anytime you see me pick up a phone game, know that this is going to be the week that Jesse shits on something. So, <laughs> uh, just because right. I, I, I don't know. It's a hard, it's a hard sell for me. Uh, but, but I'm looking at Metacritic, 
uh, sorry, Metacritic here for Crashlands and looking at what their ratings are um, from, from them across the board. So for iOS, they scored a 93 out of 100. For PC, they scored a 78 out of 100. And for Nintendo Switch, they scored a 75 out of 100. So they're a little bit higher. You can see the market. You can see the market it's hitting on for sure. Yeah, they they definitely have a little bit better in the market uh, across the board. Um, PC and and Switch are a little bit lower than phone, uh, it appears. It, It seems like this was really meant for the phone. Uh, again, it's just not my style of game or being a game, being a game on the phone is not my style, period. (laughs) Well, and so what put the rating there for me, I mean, the reputability and stuff, but the reason, the only reason it's really not higher for whatever reason, it kind of bothers me is some of it seems pointless, like I said, and, and I need to figure that out if I play more and I will, because it's good enough that I will. And I have the the situation to, to just pull my phone and I'll play this. I got some time. Uh, there was... The minute I realized there was no reason to build more to my fort, I thought then there really isn't a point to have that in the game. Right. It doesn't really change anything because as long as you could build those crafting stations, I, I don't see why having walls changed any of that or flooring or upgrading from straw, or bacon weed to whatever and upgrading. You know, I didn't see a point in that. And that kind of bothered me a little bit because then that's when you kind of sinks into how grindy it could be. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just grinding the materials to get the next thing to be strong enough to make it to the next level or the next area or next quest. And then you're going to run into the same thing. You're going to get more patterns to get just as strong to make it to the next one and so on and so forth. And so that that forces it down to just being about story. Yeah. And the story's decent for a phone game. But that's why for me, that's why it dropped down in the sixes. It gets better for a phone game. It doesn't start off strong. I I I will contend that it does not start off. Strong. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's that's fine. Um. And your that's fair opinion. Although I think that it's wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it came off way better beginning on. But you know that's fine. And so yeah. So what? Six point four, I believe, to your what did you say? Five point three. Five point three. Yeah. Yeah. So now let's get into this beer. And I, I would like to say these being local. I'm excited that these come from around our area, you know, that these are not far from home. I think that the production level for the small crew that made it on the game, I think the visuals are good, are there. I think it looks, it looks good. I don't feel like I necessarily, I mean, I do, I do think this game could have been free or a couple of dollars and you wouldn't have thought any, you know, it wouldn't have really swayed a whole lot. $7 doesn't make or break me versus $3 or free. But most of the time I'm not going to like, you know, even like Hearthstone's free on your phone. Well, yeah, free-ish. But yeah, (laughs) we're not going to get into that and the money. We've already talked about that before. We'll avoid that. And you slitting your wrist or whatever you talked about (laughs) earlier. We'll avoid that topic. But I just don't think that altered a lot. I am am proud to say that these come from us. I do think the production quality is high. The beer surprised the crap out of me. Um, Again, mostly because the website is decent, but not perfect. And it wasn't, it didn't have... A video and it was kind of drop downish and kind of weird. I mean, of the of the breweries that we've looked at websites, this is probably my least favorite for sure. You know what I'm Everything saying? Everything about all of their marketing stuff, their labeling, their, their website. Yes, it it is so outdated. It's right. It's funny. outdated and They're says a lot. They are swimming on. I mean, they're only going by the quality of their beer. They must be only getting by by the right. quality of their beer. Because everything else is, it's not out there. Like there's nothing to attract buyers to this whatsoever. So if (laughs) anything, please give this a shot because there's no other reason for you to pick this up because the label's not going to scream to you, come get me. 
Yes, I agree. I agree 100% on that. When I even when I grabbed it, I thought, "Eh, okay. Like it's something <laughs> different and it's from St. Louis. Like I'll try it." But the beer the beer way outweighs what it looks like. Yeah. And that's just this one. I would be anxious to try that raspberry version or any of the other ones or the what the trop one that you were talking about, the saison or whatever. Mhm. Uh I would be absolutely willing to try those. And now and that's the crazy part. Now not because of what this looks like, only because I actually tasted this and it is worth the money. Yeah. And so since you reviewed or rated, I guess I should say, since you rated the game, I will rate the beer first. And this is a actual 6.7 for me. This is uh, super drinkable. It's something that I would definitely drink again. It's something that was good enough. I want to try their other products. So I think that says a lot, at least a 6.7 for me. I would I would definitely drink these again and try anything else that they make for sure. And definitely try it on tap if I ever had the chance. Yeah. I was thinking just a little bit higher than that actually. I was actually thinking six nine uh when nice. I first started thinking this. Uh yeah. Um just because I was thinking this is this is this is just below where I was thinking where Casey Beer was. Um I, I'm trying to think through where we've placed things going back. So, you know, uh and I it's it's uh, it's above where Stella was. Stella was to me, it was more, more, even more middle of the road. Like this is just, this is above that. And it definitely does make me want to try other stuff from them because it was, it, I mean, definitely drinkable. I could go pick this up anytime. I think anybody that's going to drink a beer is going to have no problem drinking this. It's going to be a perfect anytime, any place, any, anybody's beer. This really goes into my theory on expectations because, okay, so I rated it a little bit lower than you. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. So when you, you brought up the Stella. So to me, my expectation was pretty low on the Stella, mainly because I don't like regular Stella and you do. And I'm yeah. not saying like because you do, but I'm saying I, I'm not a big Stella fan. So I was like, I, I, if they just threw some citrus and regular Stella, I'm not sure this is going to be it for me. And it was light enough and clean enough, clean, you know, however you want to word that. If, it, you know, crisp enough, I guess might be a better word. However you would like to word that, that was surprising to me because I, I will buy more of that Stella Solstice. Yeah. Like, especially when it's hot out. And I've actually told more people about it now that I've tried it. And so that's why I think for me, it was a little bit higher than yours is I think you were already a Stella fan and it was more of the same for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whereas to me, it was actually very surprising to their normal model of beer. Yeah. And with this, I'm comfortable with where I put it at. um, Mostly because to me, it's not unique. It's, I mean, it's a Heifer-Weizen, so whatever, but it's... um, it's just almost middle of the road, just really good middle of the road. Just yeah. like you said, what really sells it for me is drinkability. There's nothing that's, it's, it's, it doesn't stand out uh, with anything that it does, but it does everything that it does very well. Yeah. I mean, I agree it with does. That. It, 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 there's nothing that, like the, like the milk stout stood out for what <laughs> it did. Like it, yeah, it jumped did. out for everything that it did. This doesn't jump out for anything that it does. It just does what it does well, you know? Yeah. It's very smooth. That's my number one word for this is it's very smooth. It's easy to drink. Yeah. And so I do like it and I will try more of theirs. And I do actually have a very funny note. This might, we might actually be distributing this soon. And I don't know that for a fact. I don't know that anything's happened yet, but I do know that there's a possibility we might be actually distributing this soon. So that's actually kind of exciting. That might give me more, a, a better ability to get a hold of some of these or even in our area, maybe have a chance to have some more of these. Yeah. You know, and their and their brand. So yeah, that'd be cool. Definitely for uh, future reviews, uh, see what else they've got going on. Especially yes, as we absolutely. Take a look at some of their uh, maybe less or more limited availability stuff too. All right, 
So we got the rating done on the game and the rating done on the beer. So let's talk about next week. Jesse, would you like to roll us out with what we're coming up with next week? What are we coming up with next week? <laughs> <laughs> so well, next- I guess, I mean, this, I feel like this is like one of my only jobs right now. So maybe I'll roll out with this. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So next week, we're going a little bit more old school, maybe more fitting to our generation for sure. Next week, we're going to have Dragon Age Inquisition because it was offered on the Xbox Game Pass. And I think that might have been passed up by some of the younger people now on Xbox. Uh, so that will be our platform. And the beer we're going to pair it with is from Dragon's Milk and is their seasonal this year, peanut butter nibs and cocoa or peanut butter, peanut butter and cocoa nibs. There you go. Nice. So my interest in doing this game is I'm going to see how far I can push that game on my rig, right? (laughs) Oh, so you're, yeah. So you're playing PC, right? So that's the cool thing, right? So our whole, our whole thing about doing this is because I want to see how it performs on different platforms. So uh, to be transparent, I've played Dragon Age uh, Inquisition in the past on Xbox. I've played it before. Uh, I have a little bit of idea about how that game goes on Xbox, but I want to push it. Uh, so I'm going to play it on the rig. Uh, so since we both have Xbox Game Pass, that's the cool thing. Um, not to be like a uh, pitch salesperson for Xbox, because they definitely don't need me to do that. But um, one of the neat things that they do offer there is that, you know, if you do own the Ultimate Game Pass um, from them, or subscribe to it at least, you're able to play games um, both on Xbox and on PC, and you are able to carry your saves over from one to the next. I'll probably start a new new game over um, just for this review to to go through and see what it's actually like on PC. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, and I will be I will be the uh, I don't know if you'd call that like a controlled variable, but I will be playing it on Xbox, which is nice to turn that thing back on. It has been a minute or two. Ever since we, I kind of switched over to more on my PC, uh, especially with the last couple of reviews where it's all been on Steam. So, yeah, so I'm definitely going to take it on home with the Xbox One this time. And that's, I believe that's our next week. So if you like drinking or you like gaming, join us next week on The Monologues. <laughs>